Welcome to the Devote Digital Marketing Podcast. Get ready to learn the latest tactics and strategies that'll take your business to the next level. And here are your hosts, Carly Andrews and Marcel DePaul. episode four of our seven episode mini series, which aims to give you guys all the basics that you need to know to get started in digital marketing and begin applying these strategies to your business right away. So we've already spoken about how to reach people organically on Facebook once you create your page. And then we've gone into how to reach people in addition to the people that you might be reaching through your page through paid Facebook advertising. And today we're going to be talking about how to look at the reporting and how to decide on what's actually working once you start advertising on Facebook. And this is really the, I mean, most important thing or the, I guess the the biggest draw card of digital advertising is that you can measure absolutely everything right down to the last view, the last click, the, you know, conversions, absolutely everything can be measured from, you know, who saw it to the end result. And the importance of being able to do that is that you can then allocate your budget really, really effectively to what is and isn't working. But to get to that point, you need to know what is and isn't working. Uh, So we're going to go through all of that today. So to start off with, basically when you're looking at your Facebook ads manager, you'll see there's a whole bunch of columns and all of those columns have different metrics uh, listed in them. And you'll need to know a little bit about what all of those metrics mean. And and Facebook is as helpful as they can be. If you hover over the, uh, the title of each column, It'll actually give you a short description and you know, and then a learn more button so that so that you know what they mean. Uh, but we're going to touch on those a little bit today as well. Uh, in, in addition to you know what they mean, because Facebook can't tell you you know whether a one is good or a ten is good or a you know twenty is great. They don't they don't tell you that. That's something that that we have to figure out um, with you. Uh, So once you're in your Facebook ads manager, you'll see all of these different columns. And as we spoke about in podcast three, um, you've got basically three levels for an ad campaign. You've got the campaign level, the ad set level, and the ad level. And each of those, at each of those levels, you can uh, report and see all of the different metrics for the campaign or the ad set or the ad to tell you what is and isn't working between all of those. Yes, when you jump in there, you'll be able to have a look through each of those and you'll initially see some basic metrics. Um, and, And right off the bat, you might want to see some things that aren't there. So the way to do that is you can actually go right above where it has all of the numbers and all of the the current metrics over on the the right-hand side of the screen you'll see a little button that says columns. You can actually click that and you'll see a drop down of a few different uh, standard sort of presets. Uh, And right down the bottom there, you'll see a button that says customize columns. So you can click customize columns and then it brings up a whole bunch of different reporting options. So you can report on pretty much anything that you could possibly think of. Facebook has the data for it. So through that customized columns window, you can start ticking boxes and adding different things to your report that you think might be useful. 
and and it might be pretty easy to get carried away in there and, and often we recommend that sometimes it's easier just to put the essential things that you actually need in there uh, just so that you're not confusing yourself with too many different numbers so once you've you've ticked the boxes of the ones that you want to add in down down the bottom left there's a savers preset little checkbox and if you tick that box and then click apply it'll give you the option to name that preset so that next time you click the columns drop down uh, you'll actually have that there so you can name it uh, whatever you like and then you'll be able to select it for future so that every time you go into your reports you'll be able to see all of the numbers that you want to see instead of just having Facebook's custom options there. Yeah, so we'll often call it something really simple like ROI, return on investment. And then we know when we click the uh, the columns button, then we click ROI, it's going to give us all of the metrics that to us tell us whether we've had a return on our advertising investment. So once you've set that up and you've saved it and you've named it, right next to that columns option is something called breakdown. So another another level of reporting you could go into. So you know, right now, Facebook is showing you this table and they're showing you things like, you know, your reach, your cost, your impressions, and we'll go into all of, you know, what all of these different things mean, but it's showing you all these different columns and then your breakdown will actually then let you go further than that. So you can then see, you know, I might've reached 10,000 people. What What's the breakdown of male and female? How are males engaging with my ad compared to females? Um, how were, you know, what regions were engaging best with my ads? So breakdown just gives you another additional level um, to go deeper into that reporting um, again. And in that breakdown section, the one that I often find useful, more so out of curiosity, so you can understand how your customers are interacting with your ads, you can actually look at what device they're on. So things like whether they're on a Mac or a PC or whether they're on a smartphone and it even goes down into what type of brand of phone that they're using or brand of uh, computer they might be using. So that one's pretty useful if you wanted to start digging a little bit deeper into the reporting. But we're going to talk a little bit about the the key Facebook metrics and uh, what each of them actually means. So some of these tick boxes that you might have ticked and added to your report, now you're probably kind of wondering what is a CPM or what is a CTR. So we're going to go through a few of them and and kind of break them down and and explain them. So probably the the most important one uh, that you'll want to look at is cost, how much you've spent on the ads. That one's pretty straightforward. The cost is uh, how much you've spent on that ad. And you'll notice in the the top right of the screen there, there's actually a date period that you can select. So you can change the period. And as a result, obviously the cost that you've spent over that period will change. uh, And all the other metrics will change. So things like impressions, reach, CPM, they will all change as you change that period. So it it doesn't necessarily uh, automatically include the whole period of that campaign. It'll actually uh, change the metrics depending on the period that you're reporting on. Um, so the, the next most important option that you probably wanted to look at is budget. So the budget is, is simply the metric that shows how much you've budgeted for that particular ad, and whether that's a lifetime budget or a, uh, or a, a daily budget. Another one that's really important is impressions. 
and and I'll tie this in with the reach as well because they're both pretty similar numbers and the numbers will always look pretty close together, but they're actually different things. So the next uh, uh, the next metric we can look at, which is is one of the key ones, is impressions, and we're going to tie that in with reach because it's probably one of the most frequently asked questions um, that that people have. Is you know there's these two really big numbers, one's impressions, one is reach. What's the difference? Uh, reach is always slightly lower than impressions. So uh, impressions looks quite impressive as a number. Uh, and what it is is actually the number of times your ad has been seen. And so that doesn't mean, you know, if you've got a 100,000 impressions, that means that your ad has been in the newsfeed 100,000 times, but your reach might only be 50,000. And so what reach is, is how many unique people have seen your ad. So if you have a reach of 50,000, that means you've reached 50,000 unique users or unique people. But if each of those people have seen your ad twice, then your impressions is going to be 100,000. So that's an important metric to take into consideration. Obviously, when you're you're looking at your costs, you also want to know how many times has this been seen and how many people have I reached. So that's those two metrics there. And Facebook will also give you uh, a metric called CPM. And this metric is used across us pretty much all digital advertising platforms. So you'll hear about it a lot, CPM. And it's uh, it's a little bit of a hard one because unlike some of the other uh, metrics like CPC, which is cost per click and, you know, CTR, which is click through rate, you know, they're a little bit obvious. Whereas CPM actually stands for cost per 1000 impressions. And so if you've had um, 100,000 impressions and you've spent $1,000, then your cost per 1,000 impressions was $100. So essentially you've spent a hundred bucks and you've had 1,000 impressions for that $100. So impressions of reach are just a couple of the um, the, the metrics that you should always report on, but um, there's, a, there's a few others as well. Um, so one of the most important ones uh, to be able to measure how many people are engaging with your content is clicks. So, so clicks is quite literally as it sounds. It's how many people have clicked your ad. Uh, and, and there's actually a few different uh, ways that you can look at clicks. Um, and that kind of leads us into talking about the next one, which is CTR, click-through rate. And when you actually report on click-through rate, when you look at all the different column options, there's a couple of different options in there. There's, uh, you can look at outbound link clicks, you can look at unique click-through rate, you can look at unique outbound link click-through rate. There's a few different variations. Uh, so depending on what the objective is and what you're trying to report on is going to change that click-through rate. So the click-through rate is how many people have clicked your ad versus how many people have seen your ad. So it's quite literally the rate of people that have clicked your ad as a percentage yeah and the, the thing to keep in mind is that um that clicks all is kind of the default right that, that facebook reports on but it's probably a really useless metric at the end of the day because what it tells you are things like even if someone just clicked see more or clicked in you know on a comment or anywhere they click on your ad it bundles them all up and so it's not really very you know it doesn't tell you a whole lot you need to go a little bit deeper than just all clicks so if you're running a website conversion campaign 
campaign and and you're hoping that people are going to click through to your website to then make a conversion and someone's thought the photo was a little bit interesting they've clicked on the photo to then zoom in on it facebook's counting that by default as a click so really you want to be looking at if that's the objective unique link clicks to actually find out how many people have actually clicked through to your website and that's the metric that's then going to be able to you're going to be able to compare it to your say your adwords campaigns um, because you'll want to get a bit of an idea of those you know your cpm on facebook compared to your cpm on adwords and your ctr on facebook compared to your ctr on adwords um, so if you're looking at clicks all and thinking well your facebook click-through rate is 10 percent and your adwords click through rate is only one percent they're, they're not the same metrics so you need to make sure yeah you're looking at those outbound link clicks when you're looking at click-through rate if that's if that's what your objective is now that you know the cost of your campaign and you know how many clicks you've got and you've got a real metric of how many clicks you can then look at another metric called cpc which is cost per click and that is how much it's cost you for one of those clicks Um, and that's a really useful metric when you're comparing different ad sets against each other and you can look at which one if your goal is to get clicks which one is going to be more expensive or cheaper and and similar to what Carly just said it's also useful if you're comparing uh, Facebook to Google AdWords seeing as that's the objective that Google AdWords uses by default is is how much you're paying per click Um, so that's a useful one to keep an eye on So if you've got a $2 cost per click and you drive 100 people to your website, you've then got spent $200 to drive that traffic to your website. And if you then have a 2% conversion rate, um, you need to work out how much return those those two people are going to get you. And uh, you can then work back from there to, to see if it's worthwhile to actually spend that $2 CPC. Yeah, so basically you get the opportunity to reverse engineer what your goal is and how much a lead is worth to you and then you can work backwards to find out um, test and trial how you get to that point so often we'll have clients to come to us and they'll say look a lead for our business is worth seven dollars because you know we make seventy dollars on every single lead that we get and so if we can afford to spend seven dollars to get that lead then we can work out okay how many people do we need to reach to then um, get you know a hundred people to go to the website out of those hundred people how many of those turn into leads and then we can work out um, what where we need to be spending our money to hit those client objectives and goals so that they can make sure they're always making a fantastic return on investment so earlier I was also talking about impressions and reach and how if you've uh, reached 50,000 unique people but you've had a hundred thousand impressions um, that means your ad has shown up a hundred thousand times but you've only had 50,000 people see it. And so what that means is that those 50,000 people have seen your ad on an average of two times. And there's actually a name for that metric, which is really, really important for us to look at. And it's called frequency. And frequency will be basically be a number of, you know, one to hopefully no more than, you know, five. Um, but, it, you know, it can be, it, it can go right up. So if you've got an audience of 100 people, so your reach would be 100. If your impression 
sessions are 1,000, your frequency is going to be 10. So that means every single person in that audience of 100 people have actually seen your ad 10 times. And if you can imagine, and again, it all just comes back to, you know, like we were talking about in, in um, podcast two was, you know, it all comes back to the user experience. If you can imagine, if you saw an ad 10 times, you're probably going to be pretty fatigued and pretty sick of seeing that ad. And especially if, you, if it hasn't got results, if you haven't clicked on that ad, they're really wasting their money by continuing to reach you. So frequency is important because if your ad isn't performing by the time it's hit a frequency of about three, you really need to consider pulling that budget and, uh, and trying something new. Um, frequency really, we, we try not to let that one get over five, but it's not a hard and fast rule because if your ad is converting and performing really well and it's got a frequency of eight, well, then you can kind of ignore the, the frequency metric um, because it's still converting and you're still getting an ROI. But the other thing you might want to do is um, switch it up a little bit and show that audience some new creative. So just change out the image, the video, the type of ad that you're using. So that you don't get that ad fatigue. So the next one that we're going to talk about is a little bit of a useless metric when you're just looking at it on its own. You really need to use this in combination with some of the other things we've spoken about, some of the CPM, CTR sort of metrics. Um, so what the result actually is, is based on whatever the campaign objective is. So if your campaign objective is website conversions, the result is quite simply the amount of results in this instance, website conversions that you've received for the period of that reporting. So if you've had five website conversions, you've then got a result of five. Um, and the, the other one that's shown by, de by default is the result rate. And the result rate, similar to click-through rate, is uh, the amount of results that have, have come out of your campaign versus the amount of times that your ad has been viewed. So it's shown as, as a percentage number um, and, it's, and it's the result rate. So those two are typically ones that you would almost just quickly glance at and maybe even remove them from, uh, from that report when you're looking at it. And really you could probably almost ignore them for the most part. So, so relevance score is, is quite useful. If you wanted to split test different ad creatives and you wanted to work out manually which one is working better, you could take a, a little look at the relevance score and work out which one Facebook thinks is, is performing best based on that particular audience. And if you had the exact same ad creative in two or three different ad sets, it, it may well and truly be the case that you have a different relevance score for that ad in different ad sets because it's relevant to that audience. And relevance score is one of those funny ones as well where, is, where it, it could actually affect um, obviously the performance of your ads and also the costs. So if you get to a point where your ads are yeah, they're costing a lot, your cost per engagement, your cost per click, your cost per thousand impressions is really, really high, you might find that if you look at your relevance score and you've got you know a, a three out of ten, it's actually basically Facebook's penalizing you. They're saying that your ad isn't relevant enough to the audience. And we've got to remember, um, like we said, Facebook and it always protects the user experience. So they want to make sure that whatever they show you is really relevant to them, uh, to that user. And so they give you that metric as a, as a guideline so that you know, you know why you're potentially seeing really high costs and uh, not much in the, by the way of results. And that could be because your ad isn't relevant enough. So, so website conversions is quite literally 
the number of people that have gone to your website and made a conversion. So five people have, have checked out at your, on your e-commerce website, that's uh, five website conversions. The other one that ties in with that is website conversion value. So you probably want to know how much those people have actually spent whilst they're on your website. So website conversion value is the accumulated total of all of those website conversions uh, and, and, and the total value of how much all of those customers have spent whilst they're on your website. So those two metrics are really good for working out the return on investment. When you pair that with the cost, you then get uh, a, a, a metric that you can work out. Return on investment, or you could work out uh, the opposite, which is, which is cost of sales, so how much it's cost you to make a sale. And that's really the, the most important, especially if you're e-commerce, like that's all you want to know uh, when you're, I mean, okay, that was broad. It's not all you want to know, but uh, but it's really important, especially if your objective is conversions. You want to know, um, you know, if you've spent $10, has that, you know, made you $100 or has it made you $5? Uh, and that's going to really inform uh, whether you continue advertising to that audience or whether you need to make some changes. So website conversions and website conversion value, super relevant to uh, e-commerce commerce sites but you only get that information if you've got the facebook pixel which we talked about uh, in the last episode on your website as well so you don't automatically get this data and so that facebook pixel is the one that allows you to track your website visitors and put them into an audience on facebook but uh, the pixel can also be set up to track uh, different actions so it can be set up to track you know like a a goal a, a completion of a lead form or a conversion and also a conversion value and that conversion value can be a flat rate so if you only sell um, you know laptops that are all a thousand dollars you could just put in there and make it really easy and say one conversion equals a thousand dollars otherwise you'll need to put in you know one conversion equals the parameter that is um, on that checkout success page and quite often we see discrepancies between a few of these metrics because there's website conversions there's also website purchases just conversions and so depending on how your pixel is set up it's really worthwhile making sure that it's firing for the correct actions and the correct value uh, because that's really going to help you to um, or inform you on, on where to spend your money because that's really going to be the, the one thing especially if you're an e-commerce store that, that you'll need to know so it's important to make sure that those metrics are correct and, and reporting correctly as well yeah, so Carly, Carly touched on a really good point there uh, that website conversions aren't necessarily a dollar value. Um, a website conversion for your business might be uh, the fact that someone has completed a contact form or you've got their email, which you're then going to use in some kind of uh, in some kind of marketing funnel. So a website conversion for you could be anything. So that website conversion metri- metric is simply the number of, of conversions you've made. Um, and as Carly said, you can set a static Uh, conversion value which then lets you say that you decide that a lead to you is worth $100 you can then say every time that someone fills out this form that's a new lead so your website conversion value for that one lead is then $100. Look that's 
pretty much it in terms of the main metrics that we always look at. There's probably about a hundred others. I'm just going to read a few of them out. Um, so you can look at things like the engagement on the page post and and what the um that the ad basically got you in terms of engagement. So um, you can look at page likes, um, the engagement, the shares, the reaction, the comments. You can report on all of that. So if engagement is really important to you, uh, those metrics might be some that you want to add in as columns. Um, you can then, of course, anything that you report on, you can get the cost per equivalent of that. So if you were really reporting on page likes, you can get the cost per page like or the cost per comment, the cost per post share. So it, it makes that all really easy and automatic for you. If your uh, if your your ad creative is a video, the other metric that's going to be really important is what percentage of that video was watched by people. So the automatic reporting that Facebook puts in for video views objective is a three second view, which is pretty much just means the Facebook that the video loaded in someone's Facebook feed and isn't really all that um, that important. Really, you want to know how many people were engaged with that video for. You know, 50% or 75% or 95% of the time. Uh, so if you're if you're advertising using a video, you can get things like how you know what percentage of the video was watched, the average watch time, average percentage watched, uh, and all of those things as well. And then you go really go down into the metrics that are relevant to conversions. So whether it's your website conversions, how many people downloaded um, your app, and you can also get um, things called offline events as well uh, and report on those. So jump in. There's literally hundreds of different reporting options. And if you just go to that um, that that columns uh, drop down at the the top of your Facebook Ads Manager, you'll be able to customize and and figure out all the metrics that are that matter to you. Uh, but really, at the end of the day, uh, what what is important is whether these metrics are, are working. So if you've got a, a one or a two, or how do you know what's good and what's bad? So like Kylie said, there's no real like hard and fast rules as to what's working. Um, a really a really uh, good metric that I always like to look at um, as I guess a quality indicator of how well your ads are performing is the CPM. And I can't really tell you that a $10 CPM is great and a $20 CPM sucks uh, because it doesn't really work like that. But CPM, like Carly said initially, is it's cost per thousand impressions. So Facebook doesn't want to push out ads that aren't going to be useful for a user. So if Facebook decides that that relevancy score isn't super high, it's going to make it more expensive for you to reach that thousand people. So your CPM is then going to start to increase. And the CPM is really only comparable amongst itself. You can't really compare CPM between different ad sets. For instance, if you had an audience that had 10,000 people in it, chances are, depending on the audience, uh, the CPM is going to be relatively cheap compared to a really targeted niche remarketing audience of only 300 people. Uh, so you're paying a premium to reach those really targeted niche audiences, whereas when you start to broaden it out and if you wanted to, to reach everyone in Australia, your CPM is going to be uh, really cheap. So that's a good metric in terms of working out what's working and what's not. Keep an eye on that CPM, but keep in mind it's only relevant to that particular audience. You definitely can't say the CPM for a interest-based audience is lower than a remarketing audience, therefore 
the interest-based audience is performing better. It doesn't quite work like that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, digital marketing is about being targeted. So always be a little bit cautious if someone comes to you and, you know, brags about, um, you know, their, their really low cost per 1,000 impressions. Normally it's a bit of a red flag that they that they perhaps haven't targeted your ad as, as well as they could have. So the average kind of, I guess, CPM that we see, and obviously this varies because our clients cover such a broad range of, um, of services to wholesalers, to you know, specific brands, e-commerce, retail, um, all of these different industries have different standards. And of course, it depends on the type of audience. But I would say, you know, a healthy cost per thousand impressions would be, you know, 10 to $15 is, uh, is pretty good. And then if you're getting into 20 or $25 cost per thousand, impressions you're probably targeting some of the um the i guess the the more expensive groups like um people who are in the market to purchase a house or people who are in the market to purchase a car and some of our clients who are in real estate or who are car dealers uh, are using these audiences and the reason they're expensive is because uh it's actually those audiences are sold to facebook from third third parties so there's a premium on them so if you're in one of those industries, you're going to see higher CPMs, a higher cost per thousand impressions. But if you're sitting around 10 to 15 bucks, that's pretty good. And we might be getting a little bit too detailed here, but um, right now that cost per thousand impressions is, you know, if it's 10 to $15, that's pretty, pretty cheap. But as the competition in the Facebook newsfeed increases, you know, in five to eight years time, we're going to very quickly see that get to 50 or $80 to reach those, um, to get those thousand impressions so you know it's just one of those you know metrics where it's you keep an eye on it because you're going to see it increase and even right down to times of the year so if you're advertising on you know the christmas period in that november december period you're going to see higher costs on um, cpms so um yeah you're definitely going to see those fluctuate throughout the year but also every single month every single year um it's going to keep on going up so some other some other key metrics that you want to keep on which are really true indicators on and what's working and what's not is click-through rate. Um, so if, you, if your ad's reaching a whole bunch of people but no one's clicking on it, and if that is your objective, if you're not just running a brand awareness campaign, you actually want people to click your ad and that click-through rate's low, then you can probably start looking at either a different ad ad creative or different ad copy um, and, and mixing things up there. An average click-through rate, uh, I would say, you know, on, on Facebook because you're reaching so many people and, you know, it's not always really warm leads, I would say probably, you know, anything from 2 to 4% as, as a link click-through rate. That's obviously not the all all clicks click-through rate, but the, the link click-through rate, 2 to 4%, pretty good for Facebook. And and like Carly said, that, that definitely changes. If you were targeting a remarketing audience and, and particularly a smaller audience, which is going to be a premium to get to, um, you could definitely see that click-through rate go up as high as 7, 8, even, even 9% would be exceptional. So if you've made it this far in the seven-episode uh, mini-series on, on everything digital marketing and the foundational knowledge you'll, you'll need to know to get started, so far you've learned about uh, setting up a Facebook page, why it's important, the kind of content you need to post, and a little bit about the Facebook algorithm so that you know how to reach people in that newsfeed. But of course, you're not always going to 
to reach people organically in the newsfeed. It's also a pay to play platform. So in the last episode, we also touched on Facebook advertising and exactly how to identify your audiences and then how to set up an ad and uh, and choose creative to then run. And now you also know uh, once you've set up those ads, how to measure them and what all those different metrics mean. And then in the next uh, episode, we are going to be covering and, and starting to dive into Google and everything organic, Google, SEO, and then uh, and then we'll go further into paid Google as well. Thanks for listening to the Devote Digital Marketing Podcast. For your very own digital marketing health check, head over to devotedigital.com.au. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Devote Digital. Be sure to give us a follow while you're there.